Hey friend, welcome to the Balanced Nurse Podcast. Are you wanting more time on your days off to create healthier habits and actually work on your goals? Then this podcast is for you. I'm Ashley and I used to be a burnt out nurse just like you. I know what it's like to feel exhausted and frustrated on your days off. I wanted to work out more, eat healthier, and enjoy time with friends and family. But I kept telling myself that that run could wait till tomorrow. I was just too tired to fit in a workout into my busy schedule. Entering my 30s, I realized I had neglected my own health and personal growth. It was a wake-up call that inspired me to take control of my life. That's when I learned two key things, the incredible peace that time management brings and the beauty of real work-life harmony. And I want you, friend, to have this too. I'll share with you my tips and tricks on how to manage your time, create healthier habits, and be more productive on your days off so that you can achieve your biggest health and business goals. So let's pop in those earbuds, get that nurse fun up, and let's dig in. Hey friend, welcome back to the Balance Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and today's episode is all about time blocking and how it can really take you from feeling overwhelmed and your days feeling chaotic to feeling calm and your days feeling a little more organized and adding more structure back into your day. So this can apply if you're a nursing student or if you're a new grad or a seasoned nurse, whatever whatever area of life that you're wanting to focus on, maybe you're studying, wanting to write your papers, get more done, or you're a new grad and you're trying to maybe go for some certifications, right? in, you know, that's related to your specialty or your seasoned nurse. Maybe you're wanting to start a side hustle or learn more about business, or you're just learning a new hobby, whatever that is for you, time blocking can help you in some way. (laughs) So I am so excited for this episode. Now I want to apologize again for my mic. If the audio sounds a little weird, just because I'm still struggling with that, I'm trying to figure things out. I've been emailing back and forth with the uh, with the company, so they are sending me a replacement cable, and uh, yeah, it's just been that's been very fun. I'm not a big tech person, and I think that anything that it com- when it comes to tech, I get a little scared, and I'm like, eh, I'll put it off, I'll put it off, I'll put it off, right, and I'll figure it out later. But I've been really trying to just problem solve it, and finally decided to email the company and we've been going back and forth trying to figure it out. So I'm not sure if it's my computer or what's going on, but just wanted to apologize. Anyway, let's get back into our episode. Okay, so what is time blocking? Before I get into that, actually, I want to really just tell my story of how time blocking has helped me in the past. Like when I was in NP school, I didn't do this when I was in nursing school for my bachelor's. But I did use this when I was in MP school. I was working full-time in the emergency room. And not only that, but I was really going through such a difficult time in my life. I was going to therapy. I started really, you know, focusing on my fitness, going to see a personal trainer like three to four times a week. And I really needed something to help me be more focused, be more productive. And that's when I really started to take on time blocking. And I actually looked back at my Google Calendar from 2021 when I was in grad school, working full time and really going through that difficult time, right? So I would color code things and definitely now it's definitely a lot more flowy. It's a little more structured the way I do things. For example, back then 
I wouldn't really color code things or I wouldn't stay consistent with it. So like one week work was red and then the other week work was gray and then it just would change different colors and it just wasn't consistent. And now it is, right? Now, if I look at my calendar, I know which colors are which. For example, I pink for me means connection. So that means I'm either hanging out with a friend or a family member, any kind of like social event where I'm really connecting with the people that I really love and enjoy being with. So if I see that on my calendar, I know that I am making the time, I am including that time for me because that is so important. And I know that when I see my calendar and there's no pink, I ask myself, okay, what can I do? How can I kind of adjust here to be able to include that connection with family and with friends? Because for me, that is super important. Now, sometimes I see that I have way too much pink in one week and I'm like, this is going to really stress me out. How did that happen? Right. And I get a little just like social anxiety because I I can't do too many social events in one week because I do get drained. Like that's just my personality. I just get drained from doing too many social activities with other people. I need my alone time and I need my time to just kind of like recover and just reflect and process different things from the week or the day, whatever that is. So time blocking can be super beneficial. Now, if you're new to time blocking, what it is is that you basically, it's a productivity tool where you basically organize your day into blocks of time. So each time block is dedicated to a specific task or category of activity. So for example, if you are a nursing student and you are time blocking three hours to work, or let's say an hour and a half to work on your paper that you need to write, So that is the time when you look at your daily schedule, right? And this is why I love paper planners and I love the vertical layout because it helps me write out the times, right? Write out the times and when I'm putting these blocks in. Now, you have this block, again, going back to your writing this paper that you say during this time, for an hour and a half, I'm dedicating that time to writing this paper. And so in that time, you know that you are going to focus on this task and you can use other techniques to make sure that you actually stick with it and you stay focused and productive like the Pomodoro technique which I'll talk about a little bit later but that's essentially what time blocking is and it can help you just really become more organized ditch the overwhelm and really become more productive throughout your day and essentially throughout your week so why should you try it out Again, if I, you know, I keep mentioning nursing school because this definitely helped me when I was in nursing school, but it is also helping me currently right now in my life and I'm not in school, right? I'm working my full-time job, but I'm also really working on this podcast and really trying to see, trying to learn how to start an online business and that is where I'm at, right? And there's so many things pulling for my attention that I need to set these time blocks and tell myself at this time, I'm sitting down to do this task. I'm sitting down to work on podcast outlines or I'm sitting down to work on grading my papers, my students' clinical packets, right? Whatever that is, I'm sitting down during that time to finish that task. So this can help you if you're in school and you're looking to want, wanting to study and really make the most of your studying time. And it can help you stay focused 
And really, again, if you use other uh, techniques like the Pomodoro technique can really help you study without any distractions and just overall boosting your overall, your overall productivity. It helps you prioritize your professional and your personal life. And that's what we want, right? We want to really achieve, try to find that harmony between work and life, right? Finding that work-life balance, whatever works for you. And the third reason why you should try it out is because it really helps to reduce that stress because you know exactly what you're going to do during that time and what you need to accomplish and at what time of the day. Now, I just remembered there's this law called Parkinson's law, which is essentially like if you say, for example, you tomorrow's your day off and you say, I'm going to work on my, I'm going to work on studying or work on my paper. If you say tomorrow I'm working on my paper, it's going to take you the whole day. And versus if you would just say from, from this time to this time, I'm giving myself four hours, three to four hours to really work on this paper you're going to get a lot more done in that time versus saying, I'm just going to take the whole day because Parkinson's law says, you know, if you, whatever time you say you're going to give it, that's, it's going to expand to that amount of time. So if you say again, tomorrow, I'm going to finish that paper, you're going to take up the whole day versus let's just put it into a time block, see how much work, quality, good work we can get in, into that paper during that time. Okay. So how do you start time blocking? First thing is identifying your priorities. So what is really important in your life right now? Are you in school? Like, are you wanting to, are you a new grad and you're wanting to, you know, gain certain certifications for the specialty that you're in, right? Which requires some studying outside of work. Or are you wanting to elevate in your career? Or are you wanting to start a side hustle? Whatever that is for you, ask yourself, what is really important to me right now? And the second thing is to set realistic time blocks. So this is going to take a little time to kind of get used to and really see how much it, how much time it takes to complete a certain task really depends on the task, right? So as I've gotten kind of used to it, I've realized, for example, I time block my, when I sit down to write my, my newsletter. And so I put it for an hour and a half of a time block. At the beginning, it was taking me a lot longer. And so I kind of then, actually I gave myself an hour, sorry. I first gave myself an hour and I realized it was taking me about an hour and a half to complete it. And so now I've expanded that time. I've you know now put down an hour and 30 minutes to complete my email, my newsletter, right? So it's really gonna take a little bit of time and just kind of adjusting and seeing how things work for you. So just... Try to set these realistic time blocks and adjust as needed. Now, the third thing here is really creating a schedule. This goes back to using your paper planner. You can do a digital planner. Absolutely. It's really what you prefer, what really works for you, what you're going to most likely stick to. I love using the paper planner for my daily, like uh, when I do my daily planning and when I use different techniques or when I'm using time blocking my digital Google calendar is mainly just for all my appointments places I need to be and then I break it down into my daily planner paper planner so I prefer the paper planner and if you are looking to get a paper planner I would encourage you to take or to get the ones with the vertical layout 
So you can really plan out your days and time block like that. Okay, so once you've done all that, now stick to the plan. And even if, even if you take a little longer or you start a little later, still stick to it just to get into that practice to really start building that muscle, right? We don't just go to the gym one time and expect to have these really nice biceps. No, you have to continue going. You have to keep going and going and staying consistent. Same thing with time blocking, same thing with anything that I share on here. It really is about putting in the practice, building that muscle, changing things up to see what really works for you and for your life and for your just your lifestyle, right? So stick to the plan, no matter if you kind of like fall behind a little bit or go a little overboard and just adjust as you go, but really just practice doing this on a daily basis and starting off with one time block at a time. Okay, so now that we know how to time block, right? We're just gonna, basically we're going to set a time for when we're gonna do a specific task. I wanna give you some bonus tips here. Four bonus tips here, okay? <laughs> I, got a little, I went a little overboard. The first thing is trying to really batch similar tasks in this time block that you just set. Again, if you're a student, you're, if you're studying for med surge, that's what you're going to study during that time. You're not gonna to try to work on your theory paper during that time. If you're really focused and you're really wanting to set this time to really learn your key terms or write your flashcards for MedSearch, whatever that is, focus on that. Or if you're practicing or studying for the NCLEX, making sure to just stick to that task during that time block. Okay, second tip here is starting with one time blocking or one time block, sorry. So if you're completely new to this, right, I have multiple time blocks. And it's funny because a friend of mine looked at my calendar with my time blocking stuff on there. And she was like, oh my God, that like overwhelms me. And yes, like if you are not used to it and you've never done it, it can feel a little overwhelming. It can look a little overwhelming and that's completely fine. It's okay to, to feel a little overwhelmed at the beginning. I want you to think back when you were first learning how to read EKGs. At the beginning, it was scary and it was like, oh, how am I ever going to learn this? But as you continued going, you continued practicing and continued learning and saw it in real life and kept repetition, right? Repetition and repetition is so important. And now you look at an EKG and for the most part, you can read it, right? Like you can read, especially um, being able to interpret like legal rhythms, being able to see that when something's abnormal. Now it doesn't overwhelm you as much. Same thing with this, right? As you continue to get used to it and learn and just being able to kind of just go with the flow and it's just more natural to you as time goes on, that same thing's gonna happen for that. But for now, I want you to just start with one time blocking area. So is that for school? Is that maybe for your home organization? Maybe saying like, okay, from this time to this time, I'm gonna focus on the kitchen cleaning out the kitchen, you know, or from this time to this time, I'm going to go to the grocery store and also prep my meals. What is that for you, right? It can be really any area of your life. Maybe you're saying from this time to this time, I'm going to go for a walk or really meditate or go to the gym, whatever that is, right? Whatever it is for you, practice time blocking now. Okay, the third tip here is including breaks during your time block especially if you're gonna have a pretty lengthy 
time block, right? And this is where I mentioned, uh, I mentioned the Pomodoro technique earlier, which is basically you set a timer for 25 minutes, throw your phone in another room, you don't need it, set your timer, and you work. You work for 25 minutes, and then once that is up, you take a short break of five minutes, or you could take a little longer of 10 minutes. Really up to you. And during that time, during that break, I really encourage you to get your body up and moving, get some blood flow, go blood flow going, and then get back to work. Do another 25 minutes of deep work without any distractions. And this is so important to really just put your phone away when you are working. And remind yourself that you are only here for 25 minutes and whatever is going, going on in the world, going on with your friends, can wait for 25 minutes. The 25 minutes is for you. It's for you to really focus in, really hone in on what, you, what the task is in front of you. So again, 25 minutes of focus work with a five or 10 minute break during that time, check your phone. Sure, get on Instagram, get on TikTok, talk to your friends, whatever. But then knowing that once that timer is up, you go back to work for another 25 minutes. Now, when I was doing this in grad school and studying, I would do about three to four of these with a five or 10 minute break, depending on how I was feeling that day. And then after those three or four, then I would take an hour break or an hour and a half break, get outside, talk to friends and family, just really trying to take, like get away from the screen. And then I would do another time block of, of deep work, of really studying and focusing on, on school. So that is my tip for that, using the Pomodoro technique. And I'll actually link um, a timer, the Pomodoro timer that you can use, and I'll link it in the show notes. I, I just recently found out about this website. I saw uh, a friend of mine mentioned it on her Instagram, and I'm like, oh my God, I love the Pomodoro technique. I just always just used a regular, like I would just type in timer in Google and just put my, my time in. So I will include that in the show links for you to use. Okay, the fourth thing here, bonus tip that I want to include is really just reflecting and adjusting. So when you look back, do you need to, do you see that you should have given your, your, yourself some more time um, for certain categories of your time blocks, right? Especially once you start adding some other blocks for other categories in your life. Maybe you realize that an hour of studying was not enough. Maybe you want to increase it to two hours. And again, making sure you're taking breaks throughout. Using the Pomodoro technique because I really do feel like that has helped me to really stay focused in that deep work and then taking breaks throughout. So really just reflecting and adjusting and saying what really works for you. Do I need less time? Do I need more time? And that's really just up to you depending on the task at hand. So friend, I know it might seem a little overwhelming at first, but again, remember when you first started reading EKGs or when you were trying to interpret like your ABGs or even learning a new uh, charting system. Like for me, when I was traveling in California and I started learning about the Epic system, the charting system, oh my God. Like I am so used to Meditech and I, I know everyone says it's ancient, but I'm like, I freaking love it. It's so easy and because I'm so used to it. But I thought back to when I first started using Meditech, I was like, oh my God, this is so overwhelming. And now for me, it's like nothing. So Epic was also same thing. I was like super overwhelmed. 
So think back to a time when you thought you wouldn't, you thought you would never get it or you felt so overwhelmed just looking at it and now how easy it is for you. And the same thing can happen for time blocking. So I know it's going to feel a little overwhelming at first, but keep going, keep showing up, keep building that muscle of using the time blocking technique to really just have more structure throughout your day so you can get more done, more, more things done in those times. Okay, friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you really start to put this into practice. So Think about one category in your life. Is that, you know, studying for for your NCLEX? Is that studying for school? Is that studying for a certification that you want to get for your specialty? Or studying to maybe start a business? Whatever that is for you. What is that one thing and how can you start implementing that by using your time blocking? All right, friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you feel like someone else can really benefit from this, then go ahead and share it with them. Until next time, friend. All right, friend. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, don't keep the goodness to yourself. Share it with another nurse, babe, who's ready to elevate her life by managing her time and finding work-life harmony. And if you can, while you're at it, please leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you. See you next Tuesday for another episode. Until next time, friend.